And Salma, Associate Justina speaking. I can speak to Bogus, please. Um, sure. What's your name? Joey Jingola. Okay, hold on one second. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Your call and your business are very important to us. Please hold the line and we'll be right with you. Bogus, I can help you. Bogus, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, what's up? Not much. How you doing, sir? Good. I was your fourth. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. I don't know. That's just one thing that I haven't really 100% thought about. Um, I, ideally, I'd, I'd like to find somebody that's already working for the agency that you know that can, I can give them a little bit more extra work, and they can publish a blog like you know once a week, you know, on, on a specific topic or, or something like that. You know, just in case anybody ever reach out, it kind of works in their benefit too. They might get a lead from that. I'm completely fine with doing that. You know, but if I do need to hire somebody part time outside the agency and tell them exactly what I need and when I need it by, that's also another option. So it's, it's, it's still trying to figure out what the best option is for us, and that all kind of has to blend in with what our future plans are. Right. Those. They're all important things. That was my good buddy, Bogus Hansel of Hansel and Associates in Chicago, Illinois, talking about the idea of, hey, should he hire somebody within the agency? I mean, I guess really promote somebody within the agency, or I guess maybe dump some extra work on somebody within the agency, or is maybe this a task better suited to bring somebody in, maybe part-time, maybe full-time from outside the agency to handle marketing duties, specific marketing duties that are maybe going undone or just not having enough attention paid to them. That's the age old question. This is the, this is a pretty big chicken and egg cart and horse situation that I think a lot of us are dealing with. And there isn't necessarily a great answer because it's going to determine what expectations you want to set for the thing to work and in what capacity and is it going to fit the direction as bogus said of the agency where you actually want to go with it because that's the thing that i think gets um you know a lot of people in trouble is that you're sitting there you're talking you know you're asking yourself you know, man, I'm trying to do all this myself. I'm also trying to sell everything that this produces. I know that that is a lot. I mean, maybe a majority of the people listening right now, this could be you right now saying, yes, Joey, you're absolutely right. And why are you making me confront this right now? Like first thing in the morning, I don't, I don't particularly care for this feeling that I have. And I'm sorry, that's my fault. That's my fault. But ultimately, what needs to happen if you are in bogus's position you know a decent sized agency that has had you know a track record for success a a i want to say second generation i don't think they're in the third i don't think they're the third i'm pretty sure this is a second generation agency their dad has had quite a bit of success they are you know in the process of of continuing that success bogus and his brother lucas and they're at a point where, again, you know, they're trying to figure a lot of this stuff out themselves and what's the best route for them to continue to grow the agency. And again, I hear a lot of people kind of make, have this conversation as to 
should they hire somebody? Should they, you know, allow somebody within the agency to do this? Do they get a part-time person? Is it a full-time person? And there's so many, so many questions, maybe a few, so few answers. I'm not entirely sure. However, I think the biggest challenge or the most important question that you need to maybe ask and possibly answer before really moving forward with any of this is how successful do you want it to be? Right. I mean, that's, that's the thing is you do a lot of that stuff. So you know exactly how successful it can or can't be, you know, for someone that we really kind of just put up blog posts, you know, just to kind of create a net presence and kind of not really kept up with it, going back to start doing that. I really have no idea as to how successful it could be. Right. It's one of those things where I listen to you guys talk about it. You know, I kind of pick up here and there, like some of these guys are really successful. Some of these guys really don't do it so much, you know, and and kind of see, you know, what's going on really depends on how many leads you're going to get. You know, if they're going to get one or two leads a week, I don't see a problem for that. You know, if they're going to be getting 50 leads a week, you know, then it's really, you know, trying to figure figure out was that the best move or not, or really should should I really have gone back and do what you said, Um, create kind of a, a separate department or whatever for that specific product or niche and and kind of figure that stuff out there it is that's the entire conversation right there how many leads do you want or think it should get or can get that's it just just setting the right expectations the proper expectations to define what successful inbound content marketing looks like for your agency And there is no right or wrong answer. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry, there isn't. There just isn't. It can be whatever you want it to be. Is it gonna be just a nice little supplemental thing that just, hey, it's just a little nice thing you got going, a little side gig that just keeps things, keeps the the wheels greased and and keeps a steady flow just kind of trickling in. You know, times get tough. There's always that one or two phone calls a week that, hey, I was watching this or I saw that and I really need to talk to you because you seem really smart. There's that, yes. Or do you want to go super crazy, 50 leads, that's intense, 50 leads a week, crazy, as Bogus said. That's that's definitely, in my opinion, that's definitely time. That means if you're getting 50 leads a week, uh, 50 times four, that's like 200 leads a month. That's definitely, uh, probably that should be that person's only thing that they really focus on and do. Um, so absolutely, 100%, you need to know what you want it to be and do. Again, as Bogus is saying, you know, if if they're only getting one or two leads a week, you know, that's that's something that maybe an agent already in house that kind of has a propensity to do such things, to to pursue such activities and endeavors could handle and maybe kind of lay the foundation, maybe grow into that position. And yeah, I mean, it could start that way for almost anybody. Uh, it is very rare to find an agent. And I'm, and I'm lucky enough to know quite a few of them that, that has the drive to do that type of marketing, or let's call it maybe a more relatable term to some, prospecting, hmm. and uh, also be that boots on the ground agent that is essentially eating what is killed from those activities. That marketing person, in, in a lot of respects, doesn't have the traditional kind of skill set, the, the attributes of of what a natural born killer producer would have. And it's interesting, I think, if you really want to set the agency up for success long term, I mean, obviously, kind of aiming for the middle, not like a bullseye middle, like middle, like as in mediocrity middle, that 
is not something that sounds all that fun to me. And that I think is what you do when you say, I'm going to take somebody and just let them kind of maybe dabble, kind of play around with it, take an agent. It's, I mean, again, I know like that's like most of like there are most of you are like throwing stuff at the if you're listening in your car, you're trying to stay on the road, throwing things at it's not the radio. You're just throwing things at what we would normally call the radio. I don't know how to you get what I'm saying. The if if you could elevate or again in like a, you know, a Zach and Matt over GNN situation to where you can elevate yourself out of that producer slash marketing role and basically have enough business, enough profitable business coming in that it can just be distributed out to the few people, even if it's just one, two or three, it doesn't have to be a ton of people distributed out to to, to traditional, I want to, even like a, a slightly, a CSR plus or something. I mean, it doesn't even need to be a, a producer. I mean, there's a lot of ways to get creative with this. And I, I think, you know, there's a lot of room to figure it out what works for your agency. I just think setting the proper expectation. Do we want this to be a supplemental situation for the agency? Do we want it to just be this kind of steady Eddie, if you will, just constantly having something available or kind of always there? Or do we really want to go, you know, full on with it and just, you know, open the floodgates? There, again, there's no right or wrong answer. The strategies are kind of the same. You just got to make sure that you pick the right focus because, those are the other questions that you need to ask is if you want it to, if you want to open the floodgates, then you have to uh, approach a topic, a niche, a, a segment. Uh, you need to have enough people, potential people to find it. If you go too narrow or if you just don't push hard enough, if you don't get enough content out there, you're not going to get the saturation. You're not going to hit that kind of uh, critical mass needed and you will have your one or two leads a week. It, it, there's nothing right or wrong about it. I think the bigger question and based on some of the questions that we've asked and the answers that you necessarily come away with will determine is this something that you need to keep in house or is this something that you need to maybe send out of the house? You know, ideally I want to keep as much stuff in house as possible because I can kind of keep my eye on it. Um, you know, and you know, you're always seeing that person as, you know, more often say if they're in this location, I see them every day. You can always come up, you know, with an idea in the middle of the day, or if you talk to a client and something pops in your head, you can run it by them. Whereas if you hire someone from the outside that's part time, you kind of have to work through a list of things that you need them to do, and you don't really have that open uh, channel. I guess it, let's just make no mistake about it that absolutely, if you can at all cost, as uh, you know, Marcus Sheridan likes to call it, insourcing, keep things under your roof. We've done a couple episodes. I think one of the first episodes, Alex, De, Alex DePazzo was on. How uh, I can't remember something outsourcing. How much should you? I don't know. I can't remember the title. I wasn't prepared. I didn't think. Anyways, there's been other, we've, we've discussed a couple other episodes on the podcast about this, but um, you're obviously going to get a much better result if there is like permanent ownership over the thing versus bringing in XYZ, you know, marketing company or content creation company. Uh, just because I it, I don't I. It, it, there's a certain personality, there's a certain style, there's a certain brand that goes with creating it in-house. Again, like like Bogus was saying, he's absolutely right. You know, there's as opposed to kind of letting somebody kind of grow into it and just let it just really plant some roots down, just sturdy, firm and sturdy roots for the marketing, as opposed to just like treating it like a task list of, hey, did you do that? Did you do that? Like a hired gun, like a mercenary. We don't want any of that. That just, it feels a little cold, a little impersonal. And I, I've never, I've never seen somebody 
maybe I don't know, maybe I just I don't I haven't seen top-notch marketing organization people working in the insurance space. I just know it's really tough. And it's really hard to, to create that content consistently and affordably versus, you know, again, the, the cost effectiveness, the return on investment. I think you could do it cheaper keeping it in-house than, again, outsourcing it just because it is such a labor-intensive thing. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But, again, the, the more, fa- you know, factory farm it becomes, you know, if you go to a content factory farm, then the less unique the, the material is. And the harder it is to kind of really establish that connection again, communicate the brand, and really bring somebody in. The the more that you can have it be ingrained in the fabric of of the agency, and, and you know we've talked a lot before, is that a lot of these marketing I'm using quotes you can't see me marketing decisions are not even so much marketing decisions as they are they become business decisions, customer experience decisions. These become decisions so 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 much further down the process than you would ever anticipate and that's where i think a lot of this kind of becomes a problem it just isn't about how do we communicate with people it's well this is how we're going to actually operate within the agency and send communications and and again sales strategies and business strategies of what are we going after and that's where it really gets hung up is well how do i what kind of marketing should i create who should create it the problem with that is, and again, that's that's a that's like one of the most common questions I get asked is, and I walk it back to, who are we going after? And that is so many times that question has gone unanswered, that, you know, without the answer to that question, it becomes really difficult to inform the what, you know, and the how if we don't know who. So we've got to know who first, and then the what and the how become exponentially uh, more clear, easier to see because that's that's going to dictate the answers to those questions. Otherwise, you're just kind of guessing. If you don't know the who, you're just guessing on the what and the how, and then you kind of spin your wheels, waste a lot of marketing energy, and then that's where you hear the, yeah, we tried the blogging thing. It didn't really work, and I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's where that happens because you didn't kind of properly answer all those questions, properly set the expectations, and all those fun things. None of this is to say that any of this is... A liver liver die situation. It's not. It's 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 just again a conversation that you know most agents have with themselves within their agency with other agents. Is how do I gauge the success? How successful can this be? I don't know, right? How successful should I want it to be? Uh, you just need to ask yourself those those couple of questions because they will dramatically inform the decisions and the directions your agency takes to figuring out if it's going to be something that is just nice to have or something you can't live without. Going to be making my way down to Pensacola, Florida to speak at the Alabama Young Agents Conference here uh, tomorrow if you're listening to this on the day it's actually released. And uh, anybody that's going to be there, just want to kind of let you know I'm heading down there, coming your way. Feel free to reach out, joeyagencynation.com. Let me know if you're going to be there. We'd love to connect, uh, shake a hand, share a, a properly timed hug, warm embrace, uh, at least say hello. Uh, that seems uh, that seems appropriate. Uh, otherwise, one thing I did kind of want to toss out, and this I'll binge, this should be fun. Uh, I will be around a, a bunch of good young agents, and I don't know why Alabama does their thing in Florida, That's, but I mean, it looks like it's a really nice place, and I've heard legendary things about it, so I'm pretty excited to experience it for the first time, uh, and that should be fun. However, uh, I did want to know from you, 
joeydagencynation.com. What do you, I will be surrounded by uh, a pretty solid group of young agents for a couple days. What conversations, what do you want to know from agents around the country? Uh, What are some conversations that you would like answers to or like to have? Uh, I got a lot of good feedback from people that that did come up and talk to me at Elevate as to, you know, what they enjoyed in the podcast. But I'm just curious. Let me know. It's like, hey, Joey, I'd like to hear this. There's a couple, there's a panel discussion that's going on one of the days. Might try and record that for you guys. Uh, But just curious as to what type of conversations you're most interested in uh, from the young agents, what topics uh, are most important to you to understand what they're struggling with as it relates to the things that you're trying to figure out. Uh, obviously, I kind of have my own personal agenda and things. I just, I just, I, f- I want to know if I should do more <laughs> when I'm at these things. I try and grab a little more audio, but I do feel, um, I do feel a little strange sometimes because I, I feel like I'm always trying to record things and people kind of look at me weird. So um, I try to balance being a normal human being in those moments and, and still trying to capture as much as possible for you to kind of uh, learn from and kind of get, get, get value out of. And I just like to know every once in a while, it's fun to kind of, you know, take a moment and just figure out exactly uh, what's happening there. But I'm looking forward to heading down there and seeing what's up again, because uh, Pensacola is a, is a pretty nice place. Uh, actually going to be bringing the family with me. So that'll be an experience trying to balance uh, work and having, you know, a bunch of ankle biters and everybody uh, with me. We're going to scoot over to uh, just to quickly sneak over to Disney for a couple days after. It's not like it's, like it's not like close at all, but whatever. Yeah, you get my wife in Florida, and it's like we're going to somehow find our way over to Orlando. But anyways, I would like to know uh, what your thoughts are on everything. That's a whole bunch of nonsense. JoyedAgencyNation.com uh, if you want to let me know what's happening. Or just even tell me the things that you currently would like to have answers to, and we'll just we'll just, we'll just just kind of force it on everybody else and, and make them talk about it and see what they think. That sounds like a plan. Joey at AgencyNation.com.